running KCOU 88.1 FM. Start your Sunday. I really wanted Liddy to do the intro today, but... Maybe next week. Actually, next week's a big week, so you probably won't yeah, let next me week next is, week. Next week's like, we got a lock. No, next, ne- next, next week, I'll probably be off again, but maybe the week after I'll do the intro. Off again? Where are you going? No, not like off again. I won't do you the intro. You the Super Bowl show last year. I did? Yeah. What was home. I doing? You home. Oh, that's right. I was on my way back. I was on a plane. Yeah. Well... Yeah. That show is next week, and this show is this week, and you're listening to Start Your Sunday, your time is 10.01 a.m. The February 5th, 2023 is the 6th year anniversary of England's 28-3 comeback against Atlanta at NRG Stadium in Super Bowl 51. Congratulations. We're now about six, seven days away from Super Bowl 57 between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. I am a, oh, this thing, Super Bowl used to be a week earlier. Well, it would, it would originally be today, but now because of the 18th. But I, I don't mind it being an extra week because it's longer. I do. Why? Because people don't watch college basketball oh for one God. last week. You know, this is going to sound like so random. How many games in the NCAA tournament? How many games? Yeah. Do you want me to do the math or do you want to just guess? Do you, do you know how many games are in the tournament in general? Is this including the first four? Yeah, sure. I think... I think the number is like 67. Yeah. How do you know that? It's I, – I don't know. Do I want to blow your mind? It, was, it wasn't a guess. Like I had like a formulated thought. Do you want me to blow your mind? What? So there are 67 games. But like there's so many there's – there's a really easy way to do it. How do you do it? Every team has to lose once. So how many teams are there? Every 68. So there's 67, yeah. 67 there games. There you go. I, I heard that fact. Mind-blowing. Yeah, I never thought about it that way. I just like – if you don't include the, uh, if you don't include the first four, half of the games in the tournament are in the first round. But that's not the. It's there's six, seven tournament games. Yeah, no, I know. Teams. I'm just the, like the way I always thought about it is just like you have 32 in the first round and it goes down by half each round. So yeah, of, cor- like of course it has to end in an odd number. Well, that's a good way to put it. And well, we'll do a lot of our Super Bowl stuff next week. We'll have our prop bet extravaganza, which. I think Dave and I did last year, but we never actually checked to see who won, where I had like 45 prop bets, and we went rapid fire on them um, in our our B block, as we call it here. Uh, We'll do that next week. We'll make our predictions. What are your your initial thoughts on the matchup? I know you you picked the two opposites. You picked them both to lose. I Mm -hmm. I vividly remember you said, well, chances are one of us is going to get one. And I was wrong on both. Well, that's what I was saying. The NCAA tournament thing is there's been... um, 11, no. Mm, see, this is not where the math goes backwards. Well, I, there's been 12 NFL playoff games. I've gotten 11 of them right. Okay. Um, which is, which I, is I have not gotten 12 of them right, or 11 of them right. I think I've probably been closer to the like only one seven. I've lost is the Bucks Cowboy game. Okay. What are, what are your initial thoughts on, on next week's matchup, though? Um, Well, with, with my track record this year, I'm not sure you really want to listen to me, but I, I do think the Ch- Chiefs win. Like, I don't buy into the like Super Bowl experience or like anything like that. Like once you're here, you're here. But it's just that I the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes and the Eagles don't. And that's not not a slight of Jalen Hurts, but it's pretty hard for me to bet against Mahomes in this spot. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you there. Uh, I'm like, I'm gonna pick the Chiefs next week. They've been, I also think the Eagles have just been kind of fluky all year, and like I know you, you like them. Well, I, like, I, I, I like them both win, these teams though. That's I picked them to win the division, but I just I think they've been a little fluky. No, and Mahomes said it this week in an interview. It's like there's no like if if you're trying to find extra motivation this week right for the Super Bowl, you're in the wrong sport. Like it's it's a Super how, Bowl. How, you don't like, need how it. How jacked up do you need to be to to go play in a Super Bowl? Like especially after the way they lost it two years ago. It's Mm-hmm. I I like the Chiefs in the matchup. I think their defense has gone super underrated over the last definitely six ish weeks, and then I think they showed us the world on two on last Sunday when they played an obviously great game against the the Bengals offense, held them to twenty points, and a lot of it was pretty ugly. Patrick Mahomes will have his offensive tackles. Yeah, this time the Chiefs around. are pretty healthy. The Eagles are healthy also. Like Hardman's not playing, right? That's the only. Thing, the Chiefs which like they've been against, without him for like won, most of the year anyway. They won without the receivers against the the Bengals though. 
Like, there was a lot of Jordy Fortson and Noah Gray. And, like, have you ever heard of Marcus Kemp in your life? No. Okay. Because I, I have. I mean, I have now. But, like, he was playing, like, 30 snaps for them in that game, which was crazy. And he's a practice squad guy. They also didn't make Amir Smith-Marset active, so they were... Um, and I think Watson was inactive, too, so they were a little short on receiver anyways. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, you have the two-week layoff, so... Because Juju got hurt during the game and Tony got hurt during the game. Yeah. And they, they still found a way. Mahomes, even on an injured ankle, was still able to scramble with the game on the line. And Sneed got hurt, too. Yeah, Sneed got hurt, on the, got a concussion on the first, like, maybe the third play of the game. It was super early on. That defense... I'm going to read you their rookie class from this Oh, year. my God. So good. It's not so good. Like, how many... But, they, like, they have so many impact players. Like Trent McDuffie, George Karloftis, Sky Moore, Brian Cook. Uh, I'll skip Leo Chanel because I don't even think he was active in that game. Maybe he was. Joshua Williams, Jalen Watson, Isaiah Pacheco. Like, nobody said that. Like You, this just, was, you just read off five starters and seven guys that yeah, play. They, nobody said after the draft that the Chiefs were a big winner. It's like, yeah, they got you know some decent players. How many of those guys had a major play on last Sunday? McDuffie played an excellent game in coverage. Karloftis had a sack. Sky Moore had a big punt return. That Pacheco's just been nails for the last, like, seven fantastic. weeks. fantastic. Brian Cook had a pass deflection that led to a pick. Joshua Williams had a pick. Jalen Watson had a pick. He did. Brian Cook kind of made up for earlier in the game with the, with the deflection because he was playing really bad, like, b- before. Yeah, well, they, they needed him to play. This is why... You know, the, Andy Reid continued to trust the rookies, um, even though a lot of them made mistakes early on in the year. Brian Cook was a second-round pick? Yeah. I, I could not even tell you where he went to school. Cincinnati. Really? Yeah. I he, feel like he was there out with of all, and Colby. I feel like out of all the people in in this this planet, I should be the one to know that. Yeah, I know. That was, that's, Considering I picked them to go to the playoff. Easy there. Bump the brakes. No, just kidding. Uh, yeah, he was a Cincinnati guy. Wow. And a lot of those rookies have had impacts, but they're playing a very veteran-like Philadelphia team next year. Next night, next year. They're playing next year also, ironically. But next week, that has a stout offensive line, and A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, Goddard, Miles Sanders has been fantastic in the postseason, and Hurts has played a lot of mistake-free football. So is there an issue that now all these young guys on the Chiefs side now have to play a a very veteran-led team? That has been sufficient moving the ball all year long. The, the, like, the one thing, like, it's not so much veteran, young kind of thing, but I think just, like, watching both games, like, what the Bengals did, like, third and long, sec- second and long, like, down the field with, like, receivers working back towards the ball, I think the Eagles probably think they can do something similar with, with Brown and Smith just because those guys, those guys can go get it, right? Yeah, no, I, they don't. That's not a lot of what Philadelphia does. Like, it's more vertical than like the curls and the comebacks. I knew, I do know that they, they do a no, lot. No, of no, that. no. The, but like, the Bengals was vertical. Yeah. It's just what be, their receivers were working back towards the ball. Because well, Kansas City played a lot of too high, um, and played a lot of press, and so they had to. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how Cincinnati had a lot of trouble in responding back to it, and that it wasn't really till the fourth quarter, and then even there. They weren't moving the ball super consistently because they had the one big play to Jamar, and it led to P. Ryan's rushing touchdown. Yeah, the underthrown deep ball has become one of the best plays in, in the sport. Any thoughts on on what's next for San Francisco or Cincinnati, or you think it was just a bad well? Result? I mean, San Francisco's kind of obvious. They got to figure out what they're doing with those quarterbacks. But I think Lance will be starting next year. I, I agree. He's a healthy you. one. I agree with Purdy's you. getting Tommy John. Ironically, um, yeah, Purdy. Yeah, that's, that's funny. There's a. So, did I see correctly that his recovery is six months? Purdy? Yeah. Yeah, that can't be true, though. Pitchers have the Tommy John are out for well over a year. So, like, that's a little strange to me. But, yeah, I mean, I think they should keep keep Lance and start him next year. I'm with you. Garoppolo will be in New York, I think. Yeah, they've already said Garoppolo won't come back, but they also said this last year. So, I lean to believe that Lance will be the starter. When Josh Johnson got hurt, too. I don't think they want to admit their fault yet, and we don't. We we that's a little unfair because we don't actually know if it is a fault yet. Yeah, he's still the youngest quarterback in the league as of now. We'll see what ha- that number obviously won't be the same when Young and Stroud enter the league. Yeah. Oh, can we talk about the draft? That's the best. <laughs> Will Levis, number one pick. No, 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 no. Anthony Richardson, however, this is so random. But like the Bryce Young height thing is like. 
That it's like real. You actually like pictures and stuff of Bryce Young. Dude, he's not six foot. Who said he was? The bio. It says he's six foot. Dude, watch him play a football game. He's five ten. I'm I'm so excited. That doesn't like it, that doesn't impact my like evaluation of him. No, though. it doesn't do mine either. He's he's still my number one quarterback. I, I'm starting to lean Stroud, but I don't know. Really? Yeah. Stroud won't be in the top two for me. There's a chance he's Richardson not. will be in your top. There's a chance two? Richardson will be my number two. There's a chance he's not top three. That feels like almost excessive. Why? It's so early to talk about the draft, but like, what? He doesn't have what Fields had. No, I know. But the, the George thing of the Georgia game. I, I probably won't like Hendon Hooker for a lot of the same reasons. Yeah, Hendon Hooker is also like thirty years old. That that is true. Yeah. Okay, that's enough draft for now. That's a little draft taste before. That's a lot of the month of March. We'll be talking about. Oh, the only thing we'll have to talk this about is the month March. of March. Anything else that's going on in March? No, not, yeah. not that I can think of. Great. I don't know how much I'll be here in March Yeah, that's, that's on, a, on Sundays. That's another issue. I, I know for a fact that um, the first Sunday in March I won't be here. That's because that's during the... Uh, Missouri Valley Tournament. And the second week is... Second week is conferences. conference tournaments. I'm hoping to be in Nashville somewhere, somewhere or another. Third week is the actual first round. If tournament. I end up going to Kansas City, I will, I will be here. Because the Big 12 ends Saturday night. Yeah. Well, we'll have to give some calls to our friends Aiden O'Connor and Grant Salzman. Aiden would love to to come on. Yeah. Uh, Coaching hires started to happen this week. Yeah. Sean Payton of the Broncos, that was obviously the big one. Mm Mm-hmm. Is it, was it worth it, the first and the second, and you get the third back? You think initial thoughts worth it or no? Probably not. I mean... Two like two player like two players two potential like good players or a, a coach and like I love Sean Payton I think he's I think he was one of the best five coaches in the league what when, when he was in it he's an offensive wizard he took literally a noodle arm Drew Brees for multiple years and won the division and got to the playoffs I think he's really good but is he worth Two starters, one of which might end up being a very good starter. I I probably don't think so. I'm with you. I I don't think it's like, especially a team that like lacks a lot of like really good players. Like I don't love necessarily a lot of the pieces on the Broncos. I guess that their defense is very, you know, overhyped a little bit. I know they're really strong numbers in the first eight weeks of the year, but it wasn't as much in the last eight weeks, especially. Losing um, Bradley Chubb probably had something to do with that. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. But that's also one player. I, I think two like a a day one and a day two pick, for a coach and like, I think Sean Payne's a good coach, but like, I don't think, like I'm not sure how many coaches there are, that I would trade a first and a second round pick for in the entire league. Like I, I'm not sure how many that like I can think of off the top of my head. Andy Reid, Shanahan. I wouldn't even do that for and Shanahan's probably the only one. Not Mc, even Andy Reid. I I would trade a first and second for McVeigh. It, it depends situation, obviously. Yeah. Like if I knew I had the pieces, like I would, I would do it. But like McVeigh's a maybe. Shanahan's the only one I can think of. Like certainly not like Nick Sirianni and Andy Reid because of age. I think that's one that I wouldn't. Do you think Shanahan's the best coach in the league right now? One or two. Him and him and Reid are one and two. But the difference, the, the reason I wouldn't for Reid is age. But those are one and two. But Sirianni is climbing up there. I, that's a bit of an overreaction, probably. I, but I, th- I think Shanahan's probably. One, but I think I think McVeigh is a close second for me. McVeigh I have in my top five. Um, I-, I didn't really feel like there was much he could do this year. They they just were decimated. Pe- people forget they like they won the Super Bowl eleven months ago. Mm-hmm. It's it's people are so quick to forget, and that team was really good last year. They were they were no fluke, I'll say. Yeah, they were definitely not a fluke, <laughs> considering they made the moves at the at the deadline and actually got players that impacted their team. Well, I I still don't like. How much better is Denver's offense going to be? I still think they have like a receiver shortage. I don't think any of the receivers uh, like, are. I'm like very interested to like see what like their offense like is like comprised of. Like anybody who saw Russell Wilson's last year and a half in Seattle knew that this was coming, and Denver traded all those picks because they thought they it was Seattle's fault. But then you look at Seattle last year; they were really good, and Russ like I. 
I was on this like train really early that like Russell Wilson was continuously like yeah, the I, most I was, sacked I was quarterback tip. in the league. Um, and people always wanted to blame the offensive line, and then he goes to Denver. It's the same exact thing. It's because Ross just runs into sacks. And that was I was on that before last year, uh, and I just don't know how much is going to change next year. The uh, the Sunday night football game against the Cardinals two years ago was the turning point in that. Yeah, that was after good. after that game, he was a drastically <laughs> different player. Yeah, and he wasn't very good in the twenty twenty one season, even though he got hurt. Um, and then last year. Only like a game, it was like maybe a couple games last year he played okay. It was the last game here against the Chargers that he was decent in the, um, maybe I think it was the second Chiefs game. I don't know. It's, I don't think it was worth the first and the second. I guess if you're Denver, you've already committed so much money to Russ and. You might, as well, you might as well you, try. You might as well, like, you're not getting out of this. You have to, you might as well go further all in than try to maybe, the, maybe that throw you made against the Chargers in week 18 flips the script. Yeah, they should run that play every time down the field. First play, first week game, first that week next year. That throw was nuts. They should just run that play and see how it goes. Because that's how football works. That yeah. reminds me of the classic, the, uh, Nick, Wright, yeah. the Nick Wright tweet. That's, that's, that's what I was kind of referring to. So they're also losing their defensive coordinator. Let's see if Sean Payton will bring in. Is he for sure gone? Yeah, they, they parted ways. But really? Yeah, I forget his name. I, I I saw like the Panthers like requested to interview him. Or they're letting him speak to other teams. But that's not you don't do that for a guy who's sticking around. Yeah. But like, Sean Payton's just bringing Greg Williams. No, but like. Have they actually, like, granted, like, has he actually interviewed with somebody yet? Yeah, he interviewed with the Vikings. Okay. He's gone. Yeah, that's... Elvero, right? That's his name? They released him from the contract. That's what I thought. Broncos to interview Sean D.C. and Brian Flores for D.C. Flores got hired as a D.C. Cardinals and Colts still have to hire their coaches. Any strong thoughts on the Colts or the Panthers hiring uh, D'Amico Ryans? You mean the Panthers hiring yeah, that, Frank Reich? Yeah. I, I, I mixed up my two thoughts. I thought the Bill Simmons tweet summed it up perfectly. The Panthers are in like a very similar situation to the Colts. No quarterback. They're going to draft one. CJ Stroud, I would bet, if, if he's what there. What pick do they have the eighth? Yeah. I could see it being um, Richardson. They'll try to bad. Hold. You, don't, you think that would be a bad pick? Why? Do, I think like do, Richardson. Do, do you trust the, him to develop Anthony Richardson? No. But to be fair, who's the last quarterback he had to develop? The Colts just kept Philip Rivers. Guys. Yeah, Philip Rivers was 39 years old. He still had some development in him. Philip Rivers had a good year. I, they, they, they won 11 games. Maybe Levis. But they'd have whoever they'd have to draft. Like, but they're not running out. Like, is Sam Darnold still under contract? I don't think so. Whoever they draft is going to be like. Very not similar at all to like the guys he's had. Richardson is, just, would be far oh. different from. Honestly, the Levis likes, would the be likes too. Of Phillip Rivers and Carson Wentz. Levis would be too. Yeah. Well, Richardson's more just more of a mobile quarterback. Uh, Levis is too. Levis could probably throw the ball like twenty Levis. yards further than Rivers could. I think when he Levis had him. is getting too much. Now that now we're back to the draft talk, but I think Levis is getting a lot of slander unnecessarily. I think you remember Philip Rivers' throw against the the Bills, the Hail Mary. Yeah, it came like twenty yards short. That was one of the funniest things well, I've ever seen. What was he seen. supposed to do? You think Phil Rivers is going to reach? They, no, they should have put. They should have put in all a, year. That's what they, they brought in Brissett for the Hail Marys. <laughs> they should have. And the goal line sneaks are so stupid because I tailor my fantasy team and then get to the goal line and they would just put Brissett in and run with him. It was so frustrating. Anywho, I we'll see if Reich works. I I I, I have my doubts. What about I do too. Um, D'Amico, I love. D'Amico, I love. Like, Just, like, give him a chance. Like, yeah. that, like, he needs, like... It's a lot better than the last two coaches they've had. Yeah, no kidding. It seems like, like, this one, like, this time around, somebody actually wanted that job. Because, I mean, you have the number one pick, and, like... They yeah. have, like... They have, it, there's, that job is not as nearly as bad as it was, it was a, a year ago or a year and a half ago. And I thought they did fine in the draft last year. Um, they got a, a guard, right? Yeah, the guy from, from Texas A&M. Uh, oh, uh, Kenyon Green. Kenyon Green. But they took Mechie in the second round. He didn't play all year. Yeah, hopefully he's so back. So he, hopefully he's back next year. And he'll be an impact player. And then Derek Stingley, who great corner. will probably fit in D'Amico's defense pretty well. Well, they did last year. I know Theo Ash made a great video on it. Um, more on him later. Uh, <laughs> like about... <laughs> he, they ran a lot of cover two with him last year, and so they didn't let him do a lot. I think D'Amico will... Yeah. 
Like that team's got a future, and they they have the first pick. No, do they have the first? The second pick. So look at the quarterback of their choosing. Essentially, the I don't know why they said I said the Texans have the first pick. I I was thinking that like yeah, Bryce Young is theirs if the Bears don't trade down, which they're probably going to anyway. But I'm sure the the Texans will be be fine with two of those quarterbacks. I'm with you. Um, well, maybe yeah. they just take Will Anderson. Wait, wait, a, wait a year for a quarterback, considering Co- well, yeah, next year's class is absurd. Tyler Van Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn. Quinn. Quinn's next year, right? Yeah, it's Quinn and Caleb. There's another one. JJ. Mm, skepticism. Mm, Kyle McCord. I'm telling you. He's not eligible next year. Yes, he is. Kyle McCord? He was class of 2021. He's already played two years in college. This was his second year in college. Did he play a snap? Huh? Wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah, he. I mean, he has a rocket. He's he's gonna be good. Sam Hartman, best quarterback Notre Dame's had since we were like born. Best quarterback had since Montana. And that's and I'm and I'm a big Ian Book fan. A little bit of college. Uh, Bama hiring Tommy Reese. Don't like it. I I I don't really don't like it. I don't think he was that good. LSU like didn't even want him. I mean, I don't think that Bill O'Brien was necessarily like the worst worst of the two coordinators. He, he's an NFL coach. They're hiring a new DC as well. If they that, one that's yet? the one I'm honestly more interested in. I feel like the defense will be fine. The offense, though, I feel like because I'm forgetting their DC's name, but he was oh Golding. Golding? He was Where's absolutely he dreadful. Where's he coaching now? I don't know. Probably at Rock. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna Rock say Hickman. <laughs> I was gonna say Hickman. He's he's terrible. <laughs> that that was the most wasted talent on a defense I've ever seen. That that's on paper that team was so absurd. How many times they gave thirty points like three times last year? With with the with the pass rush they had and the secondary they should have had, just an unbelievable waste of talent. I'll pick them to finish second in the West next year. I will probably pick them to finish first because LSU comes to them. Well, Even though I think LSU is really good, so do I. Two quarterback system, we move. No, it's not gonna be be that. Nobody's beating Georgia next year again. Well, yeah, that's 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 the issue. But the the, the any East, other, were there any other coaching? We even talked about like college coaching hires much. I can't even say this has been so long. Were there any like major ones that we missed? I don't even know who fired their coach. Neither do I. <laughs> like, college football has just alluded to me the last couple of weeks. And it's, Hold a, on, it's a dark time of the I'm, year. I'm looking at because we don't talk about recruits and all like sounding big. No one cares. But people care, but, like not us. I I like college football recruiting. I think it's interesting. But like resigning day, like is like kind of pointless because like there's nothing that no like news who, happens. Who hired a coach? Oh, oh, Clemson's winning the Atlantic again next year. Well, there's no divisions next year. Or they're winning the ACC over Florida State because they hired Garrett Riley. Oh, yeah. I, I that, forgot, that changed I it for me. That, that changed I'm it for me. I'm still in Florida State, probably. They're still. Oh. I still think they're really good, but they're going to Clemson. Well, no team has ever won on the road in the history of college football. When's the last time Clemson lost a home game? Their last game of the year last year to U.S. to South Carolina. Before that, when's the last time Clemson lost to an ACC team at home? The pick game. The Nathan Peterman yeah. game, 42-41. Something like that. Hmm. Who else hired a new coach? I like Gary Riley a lot. Like that is like TCU seven and five next year. Might be worse. Their under will be my favorite play next season if it's like seven and a half. Dude, what were those half? Cal teams record when when Sunny was there? They were like a six seven win team. I think uh, they Ball they beat State Illinois in a bowl game Houston one year. Christian University receivers coach. Who else? I'm like looking for teams. Uh, Colorado Jackson State, Dion. Yeah, that was. We I mean, the, the, I think they'll win eight games next year. Eight at eight. Eight. The Pac-12 is good. Six and six, seven and five at best. They're only eight games next. Do you know what? The, do you know what they brought in? You know, Miami did this a lot. They're, they're not. They're, they're just, yeah, except Colorado actually has guys that can coach. Stop. That's not nice to Crystal Ball. I'll, I'll pick them to go six and six next year. Maybe. Well, seven what Mario Crystal Ball did to Justin Herbert, <laughs> nobody should be nice to that guy ever again. <laughs> well, you mean if he was a top five pick, top six pick? Yeah. <laughs> if he went out the year before, he might have been number one. He was. He won the Rose Bowl. Huh? He won the Rose Bowl. Herbert, oh no! <laughs> touchdowns Herbert threw four in that game. Zero. I know. <laughs> he had three rushing touchdowns um, though. Mario Cristobal was so bad that Brady Breeze somehow won MVP of a Rose Bowl. Ryan Walters to Purdue. Oh, he, he's good. He's uh, good. 
Stanford Troy Taylor? I don't know anything about him. He was for the. He's from Sac State, right? The next Sacramento State game I watched will be the first one. <laughs> Jeff Brom, Louisville. I, I don't like Jeff Brom very much. Neither do so, I. So. Barry Odom to UNLV. Uh, whatever. Satterfield, Louisville. Or Satterfield to um, Cincinnati. They flipped coaches, I forgot. Yeah. Um, I think the, I think just think the best catch coaching hire was... Um, Fickle, Wisconsin. Yes, that was my... Herman to FA. Dude, they're going to run like the air raid next year. Did they keep the defensive coordinator? Yeah. They kept Leonard. Leonard? I think he's I think he stayed. Yeah. He, I think he he stayed. Good for him. Um I, I think so. Um no, but their their OC hire was interesting. I forget who it was. The it, it was the, Longo um, from North yes, Carolina. I like that. And then they brought in like a, a couple like air I'll, raid guys. I'll pick them to win the West. Mordecai is is there. I'll pick them to win the West. Yeah, I, I'm probably thinking. How the bad same is thing. Florida? This is. We'll go to a break in a second. How bad is Florida going to be next year? Florida might miss a bowl game next year. Well, the East is just so good. Their next quarterback year. is. They went from Anthony Richardson to Graham Mertz, which is a severe downgrade. Would it be funnier if... By the way, he's recruiting like the same as Mullen was. So did that they didn't really they, fix that issue. The 13th class, maybe? They were 9th, I think, coming in deciding day. I don't remember if they dropped. They should run the Anthony Richardson but offense with Mertz just to see how it looks. Next year in the East, Georgia will be go- will obviously be really good. Kentucky will be really good. Tennessee will be really good. And Missouri will be good. I'll ask you this. this South Carolina I'll, will I'll, be too. I'm but not sure Missouri will be very good. Missouri will be better. I, I love... Um, Missouri, will I love be, Kirby, Missouri will be good. Kirby Moore. Big fan. What what would you rather see? We'll go to break and then talk about whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, would you I rather know see means. Florida with Graham Mertz running Anthony Richardson offense, or Iowa with with um, I guess Pet. Where's Petrus now? Does Petrus go anywhere? He probably stayed on as a graduate an assistant or something like that. Or Iowa next year with that instead of running the that offense, they try running like the air raid. What would you be more interested in seeing? I would try to run the air raid with Petrus or... Or Florida or, with Mertz now trying to run the Anthony Richardson offense. Like, I'd rather try to see Iowa run the air raid with Petrus, but for the wrong reasons. Like, I'd rather try, watch them do that just because it would be the funniest thing ever. All right. I um, Real quick, before we get a break, we were, I was in the, the meeting the other day for, our, for KCOU, and I turned to my right and just laughing. And he's like, what are you doing, man? He's like... I'm watching Kirk Ferentz press conference where he says they're going to make no offensive changes. <laughs> Let's go to a break. We're going to talk about something out of the break that we've never talked about on this show before. The NBA. Kyrie Irving. Because you had a tweet that interested me. So we're going to we're gonna dive into that tweet and, and more. Coming up, start with Sunday, KCOU 88.1 FM. Hello, this is Pierce Porterfield, and you're listening to KCOU 88.1 FM. The sound of confusion. And I'm back. Hi, sports fanatics. We are Luca Vitale. Ryan Walterman. And Ben Schmidt. Let us introduce you to a weekly favorite sports podcast on KCOU 88.1 FM. On Around the Wave, several guests and us provide you the most thorough Mizzou sports coverage. Also, NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL coverage where we debate. Provide legendary lists and give bold predictions. So join us every Thursday morning at 9 o'clock Central Time on KCOU 88.1 FM. We hope to see you there. Indoor baseball, anyone? Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. My name's Chase Madison. And I'm Luke Magnanti. And we are Cup of Bro. A sports radio talk show right here on KCLU 88.1 FM. Join us at 11 a.m. on Fridays for some fun sports talk. Featuring our bro segment, where we talk about everything that happens off the field. And drink a little bit of coffee, too. So be sure to tune in to see what we got brewing up. Hello, this is Richard Bailey with the Steel Drivers, and you're listening to KCOU 88.1 FM in Columbia. 
and keep tuning in. KCRU 88.1 FM. Start your Sunday borrowing this song from our friends, Aiden O'Connor. Grant Salsen, this is their intro song for The Packed House. Soon to be renamed The Packed House. Talk about Disney movies? Just talk about any movies. Because we ended uh, up talking about Jack and Jill and other stuff. We I, have, I, I was very disappointed that I wasn't invited on a Disney movie show. Well, it wasn't a Disney movie show because it wasn't supposed to be that. It was supposed to be the packed house. Then we started talking about Zookeeper. You heard the clip. Yes, I did. They're banging on, listening to, to Low by Florida. <laughs> and wanting to go to TGA. How many times have you been to TGA Fridays in your life? Maybe once. How many times in the last, like, can you remember? I, I, I'm sitting at zero. Still. So I have a very vague memory of going there when I was little. But I don't remember, like, how old I was, like, why I went there. I just remember go- being going there once. Gotcha. But other than that, no. Yeah, my mine. I'm still sitting at zero. Also sitting at zero for the Burger King in the last decade. So that's the, commer- the commercial didn't change your mind. No, considering the food is not very good. No, the com- commercial is a failure. The, like I'm sick of it already. I'm not. Not even close. But it, it's like for what it intended to do. Like it, 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 it didn't get anybody to actually eat Burger King. I know. Well, I want, let's, let's talk about something you tweeted this week. Because we have time to kill. And you said after the Kyrie Irving requested a trade that, because you don't, you don't watch, you know, I know you don't watch a lot of NBA, you don't follow it as closely as most people or other people. I know do. enough to have a, have a conversation you about You said it. that it's not, it's the games, was it the, the games aren't even the best part. Don't we pull it up? Yeah. Okay. Because this is after Kyrie requested a trade. It was actually announced this morning that um, the next. Was it Friday? This, this happened? Yeah. It was Friday at like noonish. So yeah, Shams tweeted the uh Shams. He tweeted the uh Yeah. He retweeted the uh that he requested a trade, right? And I, the tweet was just a reminder that the best part of the NBA isn't the games. So Which is one thousand percent true. Well do you think that's because you know, these it's the players are, the are so quick the, to, to flip teams and no, I, turn on each I, other. I, I just think the drama of the league is better than the actual games, and like part of it is obviously that the like the, like the way it's played is ch- changes in the playoffs, right? Like the players, like the people that try to defend that the NBA, like the players don't try as hard in the regular season. The people that try to say they do are the worst because like players like come out and say say that like they don't do it all the time. You've seen the. The John Calipari um, 30 for 30, right? Yeah. One and not done. It's a great, great one. Dude, there are multiple players in that documentary from his Nets team that just like said like the reason John didn't work in the NBA was because like he tried to coach it like he was a college coach. All the all the players basically came out and said like, I'm not diving on a ball in the first quarter. No. It, but, it, like, and why would they? They're getting paid millions of dollars and play 82 it, games it, a year. It's become a different game. What, what are your thoughts on, on Kyrie? Because I know he, you're a Duke guy. He played like what, six games at Duke. I mean, like he's that? he's not a very good human. Oh, yeah. but, uh, well, you know, Duke had a, had a pretty big weekend, right? Coach K went to uh, to see him the other night. Well, you know, Duke had. You know, I know that you were pretty happy. Yeah, Duke, Duke got a good win yesterday. I was I was very happy about that. Nice. You got you got me again on it. You 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 honestly did. I was actually prepared to talk about the NBA. I was excited. I I but, you think I was going to talk about the NBA for 25 minutes in the month of February? Probably not. That was good. I, the I, NBA I, is the same for five months, so once we hit April, okay, let's, let's do a couple of these. All right, all right, because uh, I, I don't know enough to do like a lot of teams, but I can do a couple. Okay. For the longtime listeners of the show. This is this, like, is this, this is the game that we played the first time I ever came on the show. That was like February twentieth in twenty twenty one. Yeah, we talked about Russell Wilson too. Yeah, well, we talked about Russell Wilson today also. Yeah, so. very right. very fitting. Three categories. We have an early spring break. The teams that will be gone in the first or second round of the tournament. This is early, so we'll play this again in yeah. probably next month. We have... Oh, I had a name for the second one, but I forgot it. It, it was originally second weekend star, but we have... Okay, you didn't write one. it down? Nah, I was thinking about this 
If, if, if it comes to you, let me know. We'll if go not, second, second against Star Livy, and then the third one. The final four is in Houston. So the first year it was Indy bound. Last year was Mardi Gras. We're going to Houston. Space City. Takeoff. Here right. we go. First team. I'll get some juicy ones. I'm not trying to give you. Yeah, no, yeah, don't, don't give me. Uh, don't, don't just give me ones right down the middle. First team, Virginia. Uh, second weekend star. I don't like them very much, but I think they probably have one of the safest like floors of anyone in college basketball. They're well coached. They're well rounded. I, I think they'd have to get a pretty bad draw for me not to pick them to go to the Sweet 16. But I also won't won't pick them to go past that either. So they had the six point loss yesterday to Virginia Tech. Mm -hmm. I feel like they don't have like any stars. Like there's no like this is I haven't watched too much Virginia basketball, but they, 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 they don't, don't have DeAndre Hunter. They don't have Kyle Guy. Um who is they, uh, they, have, they have those guys like coming, like in the wings, but they but not on this team. They're not they're not stars yet. So you think they, they could win because they have Tony Bennett who's the, this you is, have Tony Bennett in your top coaches in the college I think basketball? I had him so you think he's one of the best coaches in yeah. the sport? They could find a way to win a couple games. Yeah, coach. no, I, I'm not worried about him getting out coached in, in the tournament. And like, they're, they're not bad on offense or defense. So, like a pretty well-rounded team that's well well coached. They'll probably be, beat the teams that are better than. Okay, well that didn't happen against Ohio in the 2020. No, tournament. but Vanderplast. No, who's that one Virginia? No, yeah, that team was that Virginia team was very reliant on Kihei Clark. Which was always a recipe. For, yeah, he's still their point guard, but he doesn't have to do what he did for them in in that year. Next team up, a team we led off this segment with the first time we ever played this. I think this was the first team we did. It's a team we also talked about earlier this morning, the Baylor Bears. Um, I'm gonna say take off. This you team. Think you go to the final four. So, something's flipped with this team when I watch them. They're, they're continuously getting better. They got uh, they got Chamula Chachua back yesterday, who completely changes their defense. And like, I don't, I don't think they're I don't think it's very possible for them to replicate Jared Butler, Davion Mitchell, and Macy Oteague again. But th these three that they have right now are fantastic, and they didn't really have the recipe that they wanted last year. Their defense has gotten really good in the last couple weeks. They've gone up like. 20 spots in defensive efficiency in the last week and a half or so. And so, they also have one of the best coaches. They in the also sport, have so one of the best coaches in the sport. I just think that the recipe that Scott Drew likes to win with is the one they have this year. I know we lost. They lost a very heartbreaking close game to Carolina in overtime last year. One of the best games of the entire tournament. Yeah. Um, do you think if they won that game, they had a chance to go to the Final Four because they would have played UCLA? <laughs> and, and they um, weren't healthy last year. Like yeah. Cryer was hurt. JTT was hurt. And they were good without those guys, but you can only overcome injuries for so long. But now that they're healthy. They, they are healthy now, especially with JTT back. Which, by the way, he had a three yesterday. Is there a seed that they need to get to? That No, I mean, think I think they're a four seed right now, as as is. I think if they keep playing this way, they'll probably get up to a three, maybe a two. Okay, so they'll be in position, they'll be in position. What about a team they, lost, they beat, I think it was last week? Kansas Jayhawks, who have... Had a great start to the year. I know that's that's probably the team other than Missouri I've watched the most this year. In Miami, obviously, I feel like I've watched a lot of Kansas games. I'll say second. And they're, 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 oh, sorry. Oh, oh, good. Continue. They're, they're, I've seen two different Kansas teams. I've seen the team that uh, that they hit a lot of shots. Wilson and Dick and uh, and Adams will get inside. I've watched mm -hmm. this team so much. But there's also games that they're they're defensively they don't look great, and other teams will get out and run with them and. You know, they'll look almost outmatched. So, so which team do you think will show up in the month of March? Because last year was the team that won the title. I'm going to say second weekend star, and, and here's why. There was a tweet yesterday that came out, and basically it was this guy that said, when, when Kansas doesn't get anything from Grady or anything from KJ, they look very much like they did in 2018, 2019 with when they had, it was the the Lawson brother team when Dietrich Lawson yeah. was their best player and this is why in the preseason I had them sitting at number 14 in, in my rankings for the for the specific reason. Now this isn't 2018-19. College basketball isn't as good as it was in that year, which is why that first weekend loss they had in 2018-19, which was really bad. 
they probably meet somewhere in the middle of last year and that year. And last year easily could have been a loss in the 9 to 32 to Creighton. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not going to deny that every championship in college basketball, you need some sort of luck. But last year, what they played was just absurd. What about another team we saw last year? Iowa State. I think they've had a, a very interesting season. I thought they had a good performance in the game I watched yesterday mm-hmm. against Kansas. They were a little flat against Missouri. They blew the big lead to, to Texas Tech earlier in the week. Uh, had the close loss to Oklahoma State. I don't know. Another, another well coach with... Um, yeah, with Otzelberger. Otzelberger. They have Conchar. Is that their shooter? Kalsher. Gabe, Gabe Kalsher. Uh, I'm going to also say second weekend star okay. for them. This, this is another team that kind of like well coached. Pretty they high, were, they were pretty high floor. Seed last year? Yeah, 11 seed and got a great seed. draw. 11 seed and got a great draw. I don't think their draw needs to be as good this year, but they, they are a tough team to prepare for on a one-day scout. So I, I think Sweet 16 second weekend star okay. is probably right for them. So a lot, of, a lot of second weekends. That, that, that's, yeah, I mean, that's that's 16, the way it should work. Twelve teams losing the second weekend. So. Let's see. What about... I haven't given you any early spring breaks yet. What about Missouri? That's well, Early spring break. Yeah. I don't I, I don't feel good enough about picking them to get to a Sweet 16. I, I do think that they are a nightmare to prepare for on a one-day scout because their style is so unique. But they're, they're so matchup dependent that I don't feel comfortable saying... That's a matchup that they want to see and a matchup they don't want to see. Like the type of team, not specifically. David and I actually talked about this yesterday. I think a team that like tries to play fast, like if they're in an eight-nine game and they play someone that also likes to play fast, I think they'll win. Because very very few teams can play fast and beat Missouri. Alabama was one example of, of a team that could. But um, so a team like that, a team you wouldn't want to see is just a team that holds them to sixty-three possessions and wins the game like Mississippi State did yesterday. Any teams like that that they could see in an eight nine or a seven ten or six eleven um, even? Just looking through it, uh, Maryland plays a really slow tempo. Tempo. Uh, they got length, so they could so getting shots off could be a little tougher. Oklahoma State is really long and really good defensively. That that could be a problem for them if Oklahoma State keeps winning like they do. Yeah. So th- those are just a couple examples. What about the team you just mentioned just now, Alabama, who? I am probably one of the bigger Nate, fan, Nate Oates fans there is. I, I don't think Nate Oates should be the coach of Alabama anymore. I think an NBA team should open up the checkbook for him. I think he'd be he, a he would do a great job NBA in the NBA. Coach. I think that his system would, would work perfectly. I've, I've asked this so many times. If Nick, not Nick Adams, I was almost said Nick Adams. If Nate Oates was the coach at a Blue Blood, at a Carolina or a Duke or a UCLA mm-hmm. or a Kentucky, and he could recruit like those schools can, how Good could like he like how good could his teams be? I think they could be with a style of play like dominant. Elite eight, final four caliber, like pretty year. much every year. Yeah, but, I mean it's Alabama, so like he's gonna be good most years. He will we will have some down some down years like he did last year. And like his down if his down year is a six seed, I, I think that's probably in the first round. perfectly fine. So people are gonna kind of turn themselves away from Alabama just because of their style, right? They shoot a bunch of threes. They play fast. People think that's probably unattainable for four straight games in the tournament. I don't agree, and I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say takeoff for them. But interestingly enough, the one thing that kind of concerns me with them again is free throw shooting, which cost uh, them in the cost the UCLA game. They're better than they were that year. Like they're not like that they, was. I thought that team was great. That was the, that free throw shooting ranking for them was like in the one nineties, like one eighties. This year they're closer to like the one thirties, one forties. Still not great, but not fantastic, better. but not not bad enough to like absolutely destroy you in a Sweet Sixteen early day game. The top two guys, Miller and Sears, both shoot eighty two and eighty three percent from the line. So that's something. They're still undefeated in the SEC, by the way. Ten when do you think their first loss will come? So they have Tennessee. That's uh, next in, in Wednesday. So that so they're you don't think they could lose the Iron Bowl next week at Auburn? Oh, I didn't even realize that they had that game. No, I think they win that one. If they somehow win that game, they lost to uh, Auburn twice last year. Yeah, 
They win the one of the second one was season. the second one was the last. They win the regular season in 2020. Yeah, in in 21 when they how many losses they have in the conference and they lost at home to Missouri or lost at they Missouri. lost on the road at Arkansas. What else? Who else? Did that they team lose was so good. I, I love that team. I'm looking. They lost two. It was the the two we just named. Interesting. We were good on that. I what I would have done last year for the Charlotte Hornets to get Nate Oates. It would have been a lot. I would have started a GoFundMe for to make sure that happened. <laughs> Instead of he's, a, he's a really good coach. Steve Clifford. I'd rather have Sean Clifford as the coach. All right, let's do a couple more. That might be his new profession. Mm, but I, I know what you'd say for FAU. You would say first weekend? Yeah. Shame. They can win a game. Okay, I'm not sure they okay. can win two. This is, this is an interesting one because I don't know enough about this team. What about Kansas State? Early, early spring break. So they're the number seven team in the country. That's obviously going to drop a lot because there's two losses this week. What do they do well? They have Keontae uh, Johnson. Who's out they, the what what do they do well? They make a bunch of random shots. They're, they're like literally like Providence like last year, except, except they play in a tougher conference. They also they do that weird dance. I'm not a fan. Are you a fan of the Kansas State, the dance they do? No. Do you know what it is? I, I, I've seen it, but I, and I remember like cringing at it. The, the, the Kind of like the, yeah. the rocking thing. Um... I'm going to read you something real quick. Um, like, so Kansas State, they've had some pretty good wins this year, if I'm not mistaken. They've rule, t- rule 10, don't fall in love with teams that would be satisfied with their regular season performance. I ignored that last year for somebody, and I'm not ignoring Who'd it again. Who you that with? Auburn. Any other, any other teams that fall into that category this year? Um, I know it's still kind of so early I, in the year. I've decided that the week of the NCAA tournament, I'm going to do just a podcast alone and just kind of like go through each rule and talk about what teams I think fit fit each criteria. So I haven't done like a super investigative look into into that. Um I, I think Purdue maybe could could fall into that. They're, I mean they're having the best season like ever in their program. It, it's it's teams like that that you like they haven't had a season like this in a long time. They oh. haven't had a season like this ever maybe. What about Tennessee? They'll put them next on, on our... Early spring break. Are they one... Okay, so this is what I was thinking. The, right when, when, when they when they overcome it, they'll show it to me. I'll, I'll turn off the music for this. So you mentioned that. You'll, when they when they show it, you'll believe it. I feel like... Not, By the way, David and I both took the under to your question yesterday on our show. Under the, three and a half? Under three and a half NCAA tournament wins between Purdue and, or, or Tennessee. Interesting. I, the thing with Tennessee... It's like they're almost like too hated, I feel like. And I think we from from what I know it's not it's not enough yet. This is why February is the month we we buckle down and really lock and load with college hoops. I, I think that people are using the the predetermined idea I, ideologies. A, they're taking it a little too much. Kinda with this Tennessee team, I know that there was the ugly game yesterday against Auburn, like you mentioned, and you. That I know you so said funny. after they beat, uh, they lost to Kentucky. You said that's all I needed to see. But I, so I, I've been thinking about that, and I know you said yesterday about their loss. But and every couple weeks they do it again. And I'm like, yeah. This I remember is- saying that same thing, and this is probably also a conference championship overreaction. When, remember when Virginia lost to Florida State in the semifinals in the 2019 ACC tournament? Yeah. That's all you needed to see. I, I remember, like, I said that same exact thing. I'm like, yep, yeah, what's like, this is the, the same same team as always. Like, why should I expect anything different? They were one seed, they won a lot of close teams, uh, won the I, championship. I thought that that Virginia loss was more of just like a matchup trend. Because, like, you think about the three losses they had that year Duke twice, and then Florida State. All super big, super athletic teams. Who was the team they played that was super big and super athletic in the tournament? I, I, you're right. And nobody, nobody. Because the team I thought they were going to lose to lost before they played them. And that was... Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee lost to... Who had, who had size. They were super... They had really good athletes. But don't you think that Tennessee, it's... If this was... If, if their name wasn't Tennessee, if they didn't have that, that orange team, uh, there wasn't that, that... I think it's that, more if they the weren't coached by Rick Barnes. Hair, that's what I'm saying. If this wasn't a, a, the, the logo and the coach and all in the history... Like, do you think we'd be giving like this team that has this resume the same, narrative, the same tre- like the same treatment that we are? So, maybe, 
because like their offense is not good. They're 61st in offensive efficiency. They, they dropped like 30 spots in the last two games. They were top 30 on like Tuesday, and then they played Florida and lost, and they played Auburn yesterday and scored 46 points. Like, is there a chance like somebody just has no answer for them? Like, I, I think maybe this year the argument you could make is that this Tennessee team is more unique than they've been in the past, which is why that on a one-day scout they'll probably be pretty tough to pre- prepare for. But once again, like, the only time that Rick's gotten to the second weekend in, in this Tennessee tenure is— They beat Iowa in overtime and then lost to Purdue. They got the, one of the best draws I think they could have gotten. They, they Like— the way that I'll pick them to get to a Sweet 16, I'm not obviously ruling it out because you can't rule out anything before you actually see a bracket in front of you. Yeah. I, I have to. I have to. I they have to get a matchup where I don't feel like they're getting overwhelmed in in the coaching department. And and Fran McCaffrey, like with all due respect, I think Fran was one of the top 40 coaches for me last year. I think he does a lot of good stuff, but his in-game stuff isn't isn't fantastic. And so I think if they can get a matchup where I don't feel super good about the way a team will scout them and how they'll adjust in game, I think that's where maybe I get to a Sweet 16. Okay. Well, here's that Tennessee. We'll we'll leave it at that. We'll come back to this. Let's shoot for February 26th on that Sunday morning. We'll, yeah, we'll it's three weeks from now. About, well, we'll know a lot more about the landscape. They'll be able to some more mm-hmm. top ten teams and things that change. And yeah, we'll, we'll we'll kind of know where teams are going to be seed wise. Yeah, that's a good appetizer of what's to come. I think I caught you a little off guard. That's all I was trying to do. Cool. So one week from today, our Super Bowl preview show, pretty game predictions, prop bets. We'll see if any guests will come on. Maybe we'll we'll mix it up, spice it up. And yeah, anything else you have? Go Duke. They won yesterday against Carolina. GTHC. Stands GT. for go go to Hack Carolina, yeah. except it's not Hack. It's a different word. Yeah, Harrison. That's the H. Yeah, that that that, that that's the one. Is it. All right. Well, we'll see everybody right here next Sunday. KCO eighty eight point one FM. Everyone have a great week. See you for the Super Bowl next week.